the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The scripture says you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But you don't get to know the truth if you have your mind on so many other things. What is meant for your deliverance? What is meant for your healing? What is meant for your victory? What is meant for your peace will escape you because you are busy about so many other things. You miss the word that is meant for you. So in order not to miss the word that is meant for you, in order not to miss your peace, pay attention. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, thank you. Mm. Forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. We ask in the name of Jesus that you speak unto us. You brought them unto yourself. Having delivered them from Egypt, you brought them on eagles' wings to yourself, to your mountain, to serve you. Because you said to Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. So you brought them onto the mountain to worship you, to serve you. You brought them so that you may speak to them, that you may speak with them. Lord, you have brought us here today to speak with us, to speak to us. The Spirit of the Lord says to us in the New Testament, see that you refuse not him who speaks. Lord, we ask that this word that you're going to speak to us will be mixed with faith so that it may profit us in the name of Jesus. For your word is indeed profitable. Your word is indeed beneficial. Your word is for our good, is for our correction, is for our rebuke, for our reproof, for our instruction in righteousness that we may be perfected, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. We ask in the name of Jesus that you correct us today, that you rebuke us today, that you reprove us, you instruct us in righteousness, you perfect us, you strengthen us, and you prepare us unto all good works, the works that you do. For indeed you have called us out of darkness into your marvelous light, that we may show forth your praises, your works, that we may show forth your glory. May we show forth your works. May we do the works of him who has rescued us in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord is speaking to us on you are saved to serve. And our texts are Malachi 1, 6 to 11 and Luke 17, 1 to 10. Malachi 1, 6 to 11 and Luke 17, 1 to 10. Our scripture prayer prompters, Matthew 6, 24 and Matthew 9, 37 to 38. We're going to look at those um, scriptures. They are like memory verses, but scriptures also that if you commit them to memory, they prompt you to pray. They help you to pray. Matthew 6, 24 is the first one. Says, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot serve God and money. 
money is considered a god here because a lot of people serve money. They work for money. They live for money. So they worship money. And the scripture says what? Do not love what? Or the love of money is the, the root of all evil. The love of money. So if you read this carefully, it also means what? The worship of money. No one can serve two masters. See that you will hate one and love the other. Or despise or be loyal to one and despise the other. So whatever it is that you love to such an extent that you do its bidding. When it calls you, you jump. You do anything for it. Then that becomes what you worship. That becomes a God. And Jesus is saying here, it's impossible for you to serve him and serve money at the same time. Those are two masters. You cannot serve God and serve money at the same time. Amen. And the second scripture prayer prompter is uh, Matthew 9, 37 and 38. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Let's do that again. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. This is powerful. Amen. Mm. We saw Jesus came after preaching everywhere. And then a lot of people were still coming to him. Then he was moved in, the, in his heart with compassion for them because they were scattered. And he said, these ones need a shepherd. They were scattered like people without a shepherd. Then he said these words. The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Meaning, I can't attend to all these people. It's only a few that can attend to. I've done so much. And still, there is a lot to do because there's so many to attend to. So he's saying to the disciples, I want you to join me in this effort. I want you to be part of this mission. You know, Jesus also got tired. Have you ever read? And he was exhausted. Hmm? Jesus was tired, walking about, preaching, ministering, caring for people. He got exhausted, got tired. Mm. So Jesus is asking you, can you help me out? Because the work is a lot. Say, pray to God of the harvest to send laborers into his harvest. And the next chapter, which is like basically the next thing, the next line, Jesus said, now call them and send them forth to preach. So the ones that were asked to be prayers are now laborers. Amen. And I've also discovered that the people that pray for the work of God, the people that genuinely pray for the work of God, get involved in the work of God. Mm. I've discovered that. When you pray for the work of God, the prayer gets you in. The spirit gets you in. Mm. Even as a young man, Serving the Lord in the university. I discovered that when we were in the prayer group, those of us that would pray and say, we pray, oh God, that everybody will come, people will come, people will come on time, people will do this. The people that pray such prayers will be the first to be there. And they will be there because they prayed. So Jesus Christ asking them to do something powerful here. It's like pray for your enemies. 
If you pray for your enemies, you love your enemies. If you find it difficult to love somebody, pray for them. You love them. You begin to love them. As you pray, the Spirit of the Lord moves you to do what you are supposed to do. Amen. So Jesus Christ asking them to pray the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into his harvest. The Lord send them forth to be his laborers. The prayers, the prayers become the laborers. Amen. You are saved to serve. That's what the Lord is speaking to us today. You are saved to serve. And we just want to take a quick look at some of the highlights. One of the benefits of serving is greatness. One of the benefits of serving is greatness. Whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave to all or shall serve all. Mark 10, 44. Whoever of you desire to be first. So if you want to be first or you want to be promoted or you want to be honored, you want to be great, you want to be first, first in line, be a servant. Be a servant first. Serve first. Then you'll be honored. Then you'll be promoted. So we see that one of the benefits of serving is greatness. If you serve, you become great. Mark 10, 44. But for us, the goal of service It's not greatness. Just like for Jesus, the goal of service is not greatness, but salvation. The goal of serving is not for greatness. It's for salvation, to save others. Mark 10, 45, the next verse says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. So the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and in serving, he saves them. In serving, he saves them. So the end purpose of serving is salvation, to save. So for us too, the purpose of the goal of serving is not greatness. It's not because I want to become great. It's not because I want something. That's why I'm serving. I'm serving because he is God. I'm serving because he is God. You're serving Because you want to do the work of the one who has called you. And the work of the one who has called you is what? Salvation. That's what he is doing. That's what he does. So the goal of serving is salvation. We serve God to serve people. We serve God to serve people. In God, through God, we learn to serve others. In God, through God, we learn to serve others. Another thing is to serve God means... To perform duties for God. To assist or help God as if we can help God. To present something to God. To obey God and to work for God. I love the one that says to work for God. To serve God is to work for God. To serve God is to work for God. When you serve God, you work for him. You work for him. But serving God means much more than working for God. We say it. Serving God means much more than working for God. It's not like you work for your employer. You can look at it that way, but it's very, very different from that. Very, very different. When you serve God, you live for him. You live for him. When you serve God, you live for him. So it's much more than working for God. It's living for God. But we said the real question is, who do you live for? Who or what you live for? 
Who do you live for? Who do you live for? Do you live for money? Do you live for a career? Do you live for pleasure? Do you live for others? Or do you live for success? Whatever or whoever you live for is fleeting and temporary. And when you are gone, life becomes hollow and hopeless. You live for this person or that person, or you live for this career or that thing. That thing vanishes away and goes away. And what happens? Life becomes empty. becomes hopeless. Because what you live for is gone. Instead, you want to live for God. He is the ancient of days. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.